Ivy, we're so grateful and honored, honestly, for this uh, for this platform in which you've created and and the, the movement and the vision that you've birthed. And uh, we were doing just quick check-ins with ourselves about COVID and how we're handling our uh, our businesses, our families, our mental health, and uh, we we're just wrapping that up. And would love to hear your thoughts when when you're ready. Um, but you know, we're just we're just Warming up right now. We're just warming up. Just doing the warm up. All right. Well, I appreciate it. I had just traveled. So um, my spiritual father, Pastor Remus Wright, uh, he hosted to my other brothers, uh, Odell and Brian. He uh, was the church, the, the pastor of the church that hosted George Floyd's funeral in mm. Houston. And um, I've been connected to him for many years. And his grandson was recently uh, uh, recently killed. And so I just came back from the funeral. And, um, you know, I think about how I felt post George Floyd's funeral. And there was this great sense of responsibility, if you will. And so that's where all of this, this We Live Black Men was birthed, because I feel like when God gives you an opportunity, um, a platform, a voice, um, we, you know, the, the scripture says to whom much is given, much is required. And so I felt weight of that requirement, right? So this, we live black men movement, um, was framed and brothers that are connected to me, like Joey and, and so many others, uh, actually you guys are kicking off the, we take over, we black men take over for Saturday. It starts right here in Baltimore. Uh, but yesterday leaving that funeral, I'll say that that weight, I felt that weight again. And so I love what you all are doing. This time the weight was for our younger brothers, right? Um, and so I'm so delighted this morning to, to see such astute, well-accomplished brothers that are committed early in the morning to not only um, talk about you know the successes, uh, but also to talk about if you will, just transparent moments that we've all had. And I think with you all starting the day talking about COVID and how we're doing, because COVID has been the leveling place, right? COVID from the wealthy man to the poor man, COVID's all had us right here, right? Yep. And so um, it's, it's such a great point that you guys are starting in that particular place. But I'll jump right in. I've, I've been in prayer and had some things that I want to share with you that I think are just fascinating. Um, so you know a bit about why I started the movement. Um, and, and you all are birthing this Saturday takeover. But I've been in this place to really understand, my brothers, where we come from. And, and while I address you in my place of comfort as my brothers, you all, all 26 men and each of you that I can see, all of you are kings. And, and Joey will have heard a piece of this, but we do something on Mondays called Monday Mentoring Moments. And it's my give. It's no cost. I feel like in our society, we have to create a place where everything is an abatement switch, right? Give me and then I'll take or I'll take and you get. Mondays is simply me sharing my heart. God has forwarded me to travel the world. And uh, I've seen many places. I've seen people. And so Mondays is my opportunity to give back, to pay it for, to share uh, nuggets and snippets of what I've seen, uh, what I'm thinking to help empower and inspire and enable all of us to walk hand in hand forward towards whatever progress looks like. And so I've been in a place of really understanding as a people, this kingship, this royalty that we come from. And so I started doing a little digging around the game of chess. Odell or Brian, do either of you play chess? Not really. I'm a novice. I'm like, I'm learning. It's one of those, one of those things I've picked up recently. Right. All right. So I'm going to reach back out to, to, to figure out what you know of chess. Joey, are you a chess, a chess man? I don't play like I used to. Um, yeah. Loosely, loosely familiar, but I don't play like I used to. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, so I've been studying about our history, um, 
where we come from. I know for certain that, that our history didn't start at slavery. Our history began at the seat of royalty. And so we are kings, we are queens, and, and we have to instill that into our young generation. And so I'm fascinated with the game of chess and the correlation as to the, the chess pieces that they represent family. But I've, I've done a little bit more because I knew that I was speaking to my brothers today and today is We Live Black Men Takeover. And so I did a little bit more digging on, on kings and I wanna lift something and then I'll be out of your way. Listen to this, constitutional monarchs, political power is limited. Typical monarchical, monarchical powers include granting pardons, granting honors, and reserve powers to dismiss the prime minister, refuse to, uh, refuse to dissolve parliament or veto leg legislation. That talks a bit about power. But how do kings get their power? Listen to this. Kings came into power a number of different ways. Sometimes kings came into power. This is blessing my whole Saturday morning. Sometimes kings came into power through assassination. Stay with me. Or by conquering lands of war. Stay with me. Of course, no king could rule without the support of his nobles and lords. In many ways, the king was elected by these powerful men. So this morning, I'm speaking to all of the kings, but I'm letting you know that you are a noble man. Now, let's understand why this is all important to this discussion, to businessmen that are accomplished in this land. Why is kingship and noblemen important? I'm gonna answer your question. The noble's place in society was essentially, ah, oh, to function as middlemen between the peasants, those that do not have, and the royal family. Nobles provided, oh, this thing is blessing me. Nobles provided work, somebody type work. They provided land, somebody type land, and protection to the, to the peasants while providing funding, supplies, and military service. Now, here's where it all comes together. I said when we opened that, you, that, that we started at a place of royalty. We didn't start in slavery. Slavery was the interruption to our story. We started at a place of royalty. We are kings. I am your queen. We are kings. We are in a place of royalty. All right. So you all are having this discussion this morning around, you know, how do we as accomplished black men, how do we how do we maneuver in business and strategies and how do we help others and how do we create opportunities and how do we use that of which we have and help empower this generation ourselves as well as those young men and, and other brothers and families that are coming along. I want you to consider the power that you have, my brothers, as noble men. Your place is essential. Don't look at this Saturday morning as just a, oh, Joey is my buddy, he's my boy, and he asked me and anything, I owe him a favor. Those of you that joined, oh, Joey's a nice guy, he's a wonderful guy with one of the best smiles and incredible heart, he is a wonderful guy. But Joey was a conduit as a nobleman to pull out the purpose of the other noblemen that are part of this discussion. It is essential that we take our place in society now as never before, because you will provide work for someone who's in need. You will own land so that someone can partner with you and build houses and infrastructures on your land. You'll protect the people that don't have. And while you're doing that, God is gonna bless you so good that you'll be able to provide funding, supplies, and military services that will protect our culture, our people, and our families. So this Saturday morning, as I hand the mic back to Joey, I just stopped through to bless the king, to salute the king, to honor the kings, 
and to let you know that I see you and that I am praying and covering and created this opportunity to lift you because while we lift the black man, this noble man, he's lifting and creating opportunities for others. He's creating jobs. You're, cre you're purchasing land. You're protecting the least in. And there's a blessing that comes on those that protect the least, the lost, and those that have less than. You're providing supplies and funding. You are the kings. And I just wanted to remind you this month, this Saturday morning, that while sometimes what you do doesn't get the recognition that it should, I'm one black king that see, queen that sees you, that honors you, and that lifts you as noblemen to say, keep doing what you're doing. You are impacting a generation. And now as we see everything that's happening in our world, don't think it's strange. Don't think it's strange. It has positioned you. It has positioned you. Listen at this. Sometimes kings come into power through assassination or by conquering lands in war. And we know that black men have been assassinated, that character has been assassinated, what we own, the land has been taken, but sometimes kings come into power Preach. through assassination. Preach. And I want you to take your rightful place. I love you all. I'm so excited. If you could do uh, two things for me. One, if you'll go to ivymcgregor.com, uh, there will be a link, a pop-up of something there where you can subscribe to be a part of, of, of the database. I am building a movement along with Joey. He heads up um, a men's collective as part of the Ivy Inc. movement. And we are doing big things in September. We're, the, the movement, this is not a one and done. We're keeping this going. And so I encourage you to go to ivymcgregor.com and just drop your email there to just be a, a promise. We won't uh, burden you with, with nuance of emails, but we want every man to be a part of this movement that again, your brother, dear brother Joey is a part of this men's collective that he's leading on behalf of Ivy Inc. And so I want you to stay a part of that. The second ask is that if you need more inspiration, more lift, more empowerment, we do it on Mondays, during Monday Mentoring Moments. It's at the Ivy McGregor community on Facebook. We do it there just so that anybody, everybody can be a part of it. I uh, would love for you to be a part. The third is we have a private group, um, Ivy Inc. Soars, also on Facebook, where um, you're able to meet. We have over 1,600 people worldwide who are doing great things that I think you would benefit by being a part of. So that's it for me. I love you all. I salute you. I hope that something that I've shared has lifted you, has blessed you. You guys are kicking it off this, this day, but we're keeping the movement going all day. And thank you for letting me peek in and just hang out with you guys today. Thank you. Thank you for that word. Way to set the tone. Yes. Where, where are you receiving uh, offerings at? Where you pass uh, <laughs> Ivy Inc. Cash App. Right. <laughs> Let's drop that Cash App. Is it just Ivy Inc.? Ivy Inc. Yes. Ivy Inc. All right. Ivy Inc. If if you were fed this morning like I was, I I didn't even need coffee this morning. I just needed Ivy to come on and. Joey, you and didn't have your up. coffee. No, I have I have water, Ivy. I'm drinking water. Oh my goodness, it's a new day <laughs> if Joey doesn't have his coffee. Yeah, yeah, but but you know when you get the words that you've shared and and you've lifted us up as kings and you've empowered us and and you've given the tools and gems for us to go forth and. Like, because kings conquer territory. And so what we're doing here is we are equipping every one of us, not only the panelists, but everyone watching on Zoom, watching on Facebook, to go out and conquer territory like the kings that you are. And so I'm, I'm fired up. I feel like we don't even have to keep going. But if you want us to keep going, let us know. I want to hear from you guys. All right. All right. Cool. Well, and Ivy, thank you so much. Uh, for those who are on the uh, Zoom, we've posted the website. We posted the Facebook. We posted Ivy's Cash App. Definitely we want to be a blessing to her for uh, giving this, this opportunity and platform for us. 
a lot of times those of us who are gathered on this panel, we speak in rooms where you have to pay to get in front of us or you have to pay to hear what we have to say. And so every one of us are doing this as a labor of love and a labor of responsibility to help build and lift up kings. Um, we we want to transition into our conversation on branding now. And we, um, Ivy mentioned the, the idea of kingship. And if I can be honest uh, and, and vulnerable and transparent, I haven't always felt comfortable uh, holding that brand of king. And I want to ask Brian and, and Odell, as you talk with your, your friends, your mentors, your colleagues, your, your pastors, those, your spiritual counsel, how often are you using the word king to brand yourself and to brand your fellow male peers? Yeah. Odell, you want to uh, <laughs> take a shot at that? I, I have some thoughts, but, um, you it's know, just Brian, I, you can start and then I can oh, jump in. Okay. So, yeah. So first of all, Ivy, thank you so much. That was absolutely incredible. And yep. um, yeah, I mean, I do have coffee, but I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to drink <laughs> half of it. How about that? Um, but yes, I really appreciated that. I think, you know, I, I actually love the uh, expression, you know, kings and queens. And I think you mentioned a, a very specific term, which is uh, nobility, right? Mm -hmm. And the, the ability to, you know, look at ourselves as if we're deserving of the best and that we could be surrounded by the best and that we serve, you know, the best. And so, you know, I think that's very, um, I think that's very appropriate. I think um, it does um, for us to be a people and, you know, looking at where we are as a nation right now, um, seeing so much, um, despite everything that's happened, the fact that we are still um, marginalized uh, greatly, uh, that we have to, um, you know, as a, as a, as a collective people, as, as Black people, we still have to fight uh, for the same basic <laughs> human rights um, is, is frustrating. And so, you know, um, I, I don't think it's, uh, I, I don't think it's a stretch to, um, like if I, I don't have, um, a family yet. I always admire Joey because I'm like, man, you are super dad. Um, but, you know, <clears throat> if I have kids or, as, you know, I think about my niece and nephew and, you know, all the kids in my family, it's like, I would want them to grow up thinking that and believing, um, not just in the word, but in spirit, that they are deserving of the best. They um, don't have to, um, they, you know, Odell, you were just talking about health. Like you don't have to, you, you, sh you should value your body in every sense of the word. You should value your relationships. You should value how you treat people. And I think um, it. this is a great conversation because oftentimes, you know, I think depending on the context, nobility, king or queen, that could be taking um, a, a few different ways. You know, some people could hear the word king and that's an automatic turnoff because it's, a monarchy, it's absolute control of someone who's, you know, a dictator or, you know, is only self-serving. And then on the other hand, you could look at it as someone as um, a person who, you know, truly puts the needs of their people above their own and as truly serving, as you mentioned, and that is um, truly, you know, there to make sure that folks are um, you know, protected and getting land and getting work and things of that nature. So I think just generally speaking, um, I love the term. I don't personally, uh, I don't think I personally have, a, have, have adopted it as much as I could, but certainly I think that it bears, it, it, there, there's a value in being able to, you know, bring that into the narrative and maybe remove some of the other <laughs> characteristics. So, cause we, as black people, we find all types of creative names to call ourselves, to describe who we are, what we do and stuff like that. And so I, I appreciate being able to up-level and I think it's time to up-level the narrative as it relates to that. And that, that's good. So the way I feel about, I love the term um, king. I refer to my, I have two sons and I have a, a daughter and I often use the terminology, you know, king and queen and princess. Um, and because I believe it's a mindset, number one, mm -hmm. and and we've been given 
um, the slavery mindset. We've been given the disadvantaged mindset. We've been given the we're less than mindset. And so part of our job in, in, in this kingmanship, and if, if you talk about, you know, chess, is, is, is strategy and conquering. And it's got, and I believe that it has to be a part of our strategy in uplifting what's been torn down forever. And another way that I perceive uh, the terminology king or queen, they're leaders. A king is a leader. And the interchangeable word for leader is servant. And so for me, a great king serves his or her, or serves his people, or a great queen serves her people. And so to use that terminology, it may sound like you're elevating the person just for title's sake, but the way I look at it is a great king or a king is a leader, and a leader ultimately serves his people. Jesus Christ, we consider Jesus Christ King Jesus. Jesus Christ was the greatest leader, the greatest servant of all times. He is our ultimate example of a leader. So I, I embrace it. I love it. And, and, and we've been called a lot of things um, except for what we truly are. And we truly are kings. And it's good when brothers can walk around from brother to brother because I come from an area in the city of Baltimore where you and I could grind or you and I, Joy, um, your guys are a little bit younger than me, but we could get into a fight just because we look at each other, right? But now we look at each other and we and we're able to say, "Hey, King, hey, King," and recognize each other for who we really are, as opposed to seeing each other as enemies or something less than. So I love the terminology, King, and um, I'll continue to use it because we have to uplift our people. Yes, yes, we do, and I, I think anyone watching this, whether you are man, woman, you need to text five kings today in your phone and say, what's up, king? I respect you. I appreciate you. I salute you. I applaud you. Because as every one of you have said, you know, this whole conversation of we lift black men is, is lifting up those who have been torn down, lifting up those who have been disenfranchised, lifting up those who have been left behind. And even for those who are at the forefront of leadership, we need to even continue to lift them up as well and prop them up so that they can continue to go and do good good things. And so when we think about branding, uh, I know the conversation could have went a number of different ways, but I really think as Black men, to Ivy's point, we need to normalize kingship. It, it, I, I no longer want to feel uh, awkward or weird about saying, good morning, King, you're, you're welcome, King. Hey, King, what's up, King? How you doing, King? Because we need to believe it within ourselves and carry ourselves as if we uh, are truly kings and we truly come from royalty. And I, and I will say, Joey, that, um, you know, the folks that I know that uh, do that, that, it's almost like a, a micro affirmation. So um, yeah. Kendrick, Kendrick Tillman, he's great at it. Like he uh, always would text like Peace King. And I, I remember realizing it, even if, you know, I'm stressed or I'm feeling like a certain way, just that little nuance is automatically like elevates your esteem and it's, it's good. So yeah, I absolutely agree with that. All right. What I want to do right now is, um, I want to see if Johnny Graham, Johnny Graham is on here. Okay, so Johnny is a, a young king in Baltimore and I want to just bring him on to talk. So I'll hit this uh, allow to talk button. Johnny, if you're there, say hello, hello. I'm here. What's going on, Johnny? Hey man, how you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Johnny and I, we go back to college. We go back to uh, playing in uh, Johnny's band. And I've always known Johnny to be just this phenomenal man with vision to uh, not only protect his kingship, but to create opportunities for others as well. And so, Johnny, if you could share a little bit about what it is you're doing with your Our Dream Foundation. 
Okay, sure, sure, Joey. Um, good morning, everybody. Uh, Joey, thank you for inviting me to this. It's been a great discussion. Um, and Joey just mentioned, uh, I am the chairman and co-founder of the Our Dream Foundation, a nonprofit organization based in Maryland, which provides entrepreneurship programming to black and brown youth. Um, so full-time, I'm a, actually a business professor, a marketing professor at Howard University in Washington, D.C. And I'm very passionate about uh, economically empowering my community uh, via entrepreneurship, via starting businesses. And so I was born and raised in Baltimore, in East Baltimore, not too far from Morgan State University. Uh, and so five years ago, along with some of my colleagues that I went to University of Maryland with, we started a summer entrepreneurship camp for Baltimore youth, the Youth Entrepreneurship Startup Program, uh, or for short, the YES program. Uh, since 2015, we've held this summer camp uh, to provide funding, mentorship, uh, information and resources for young people in Baltimore that wanted to start their own businesses. Uh, that started as a one-week camp and has expanded over time to a five-week camp during the summer. And uh, it's been a way for us to impact over 150 youth entrepreneurs in Baltimore in that five or going on six-year period now. Um, in addition to that YES program, we also started this summer what's known as the Empower Accelerator, which was basically a kind of grown-up version of our YES program for Black college students in which we have empowered uh, nearly 30 HBCU and PWI Black college students in starting their own businesses. We actually just started the program this week. It's being done all virtually because of our current circumstances. Uh, but we provide coaching, the online curriculum, funding, uh, business coaches to uh, HBCU and PWI entrepreneurs all across the country. So from Howard University, Morehouse College, Alcorn State, uh, Prairie View A&M, Drexel, VCU, a whole, uh, a whole lot of schools around the country. Um, and then we also have a scholarship program for youth entrepreneurs from Baltimore to help in paying for their education once they get to uh, college. And we're all about providing just funding, mentorship, and information to young people in Baltimore specifically, but even beyond with our college program and helping them become entrepreneurs to empower themselves, but also empower their families and their communities. Thank you, Johnny. And uh, what I love about Johnny's story and the our Dream Foundation and the YES program is that even if the story is not being told on the headlines of CNN or CNBC or Huffington Post or whatever, Johnny is doing the work. And I really believe that the spirit of everything that we're doing today should be about uplifting voices, uplifting the work that's happening in our community. Um, my platform is your platform. Your vision is my vision. We come together collectively and, and lift one another up. And if I can just ask you, Johnny, a question, how did you get started or, or what tips would you share for someone that may be on this, on this webinar who's thinking, I've got a vision, I've got a dream, but I just, I don't feel encouraged or empowered to make it happen. Gotcha. Um, so for me, we started this foundation um, in 2015, and I believe this was actually uh, probably maybe like seven or eight months before Freddie Gary in Baltimore. And, you know, I think a lot of attention was kind of given to my home city, my hometown, um, surrounding those events. But I think being in Philadelphia at the time, I was getting my PhD from Temple University. And I just had like a longing for helping people from my hometown, my home community. Um, and where I started was just kind of reaching out to my network. I think that's something that within our community we take for granted. We have friends that we all kind of have our different passions and our jobs and things we work on. And when I had this idea of, well, empowering my hometown, my home community via something that I'm very passionate about, which is entrepreneurship and business, um, I just start to reach out to my friends that I know are entrepreneurs that are in business, even some that aren't even in that field, but just were passionate about helping in our community and just kind of shot them uh, emails or maybe a text message schedule or a call to see what they thought about uh, opportunities for youth in Baltimore in regards to entrepreneurship and just the general idea. Um, and that was really, just kind of took off from there. Uh, just literally sending out a mass email to some folks once kind of the idea came to more fruition. Um, I actually partnered up with about three or four people I went to undergrad with 
and that formed our initial board for the organization. One person being a lawyer, another person working in business consulting, and we we really just kind of sparked from there and reaching out to our networks to get our initial funding, to get spaces to hold our programming, to uh, build curriculum together. It really was just a matter of kind of reaching out to our network and just realizing that even though a lot of us may have known each other from different walks of life or different places in our life, we all kind of had a connection and wanting to help build and empower our community. And we just kind of brought what we did well, what our expertise was to the table to really build this programming and make the impact. Johnny, that's, that's awesome, man. And I hope that people listening have uh, gleaned from your start uh, because as you move from vision to start, there are so many obstacles and barriers that can get in the way. Um, so I definitely applaud you. And I want to make sure that uh, everyone gets a chance to learn more about your foundation. And so we've dropped the link in the chat so everyone can check out thisisourdream.org. Uh, and one of the things that you, um, that you learned by being a part of the, the Ivy community is that uh, money follows momentum. And money follows momentum is basically a principle that says, when you see someone that is doing the work, that's uh, not asking for credit, not looking for a handout, not looking for who they can get themselves uh, beside and beyond, or, or yeah, beside and above, because some people just look at you as a footstool, um, you, you reward that. And so in the spirit of, uh, of us lifting our black men, Johnny, I want to make a contribution to your organization and not only am I going to do that, but I'm going to drop the uh, donation link for your organization. So anyone else that feels led and empowered uh, and inspired to help create not only uh, future entrepreneurs, but but raise up our kings. Um, the link is in the chat that you can also make a donation as well. So, Johnny, thank you for the work that you're doing. I know Appreciate this was a, sure. a surprise. But uh, I wanted to highlight what you're doing, man. I really believe in you. I, I really appreciate that, Joey. And uh, definitely thanks for having me on. And I definitely appreciate that. Uh, just giving us a platform to talk more about the work we do. Really appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So I'm going to, um, I'll go ahead and un, I'll, I'll mute you back. And I'll let my other brothers talk and Ivy as well as I uh, go ahead and make this, this investment. Um, but, but guys, uh, let's talk about branding really quickly. Uh, not Brandy, but business. Um, so Odell, you have Odell Exec. Yes. Brian, you have Black Speakers Network. What was the start like for you? And what is it like in the day-to-day -day conducting business? Yeah, uh, I'll jump in if you like. So for me, I, I birthed um, Odell Exec out of, out of passion. So I've been at the New Psalmist Baptist Church um, serving for 20 years now. So I, I officially started Odell Exec, I think in 2012. And what happened was, as I was in this journey of this, this business slash ministry um, position traveling around the world, um, I wanted, I want, so there's a pastor by the name of Andy Stanley and he, he was helping people um, with, with identifying your passion. And he said to me, um, hey, one of the ways you identify your passion is you ask yourself a question, what breaks your heart? And at the time, being so heavily involved in ministry, and I heard your, your, your quote, you know, money follows momentum. In ministry, I have a quote, it takes money to do ministry. And what I was, was, was breaking my heart was there's churches all across this country who had vision, but they didn't have the money to fulfill their vision. They didn't operate in a business way. So they had degrees in theology and, and the Bible. They could quote the Bible from front to back, but they weren't running their church in a way where they could do ministry. They could have church on Sunday, but they couldn't do ministry on Monday. And that broke my heart um, to see so many churches functioning in a way where they just heavily relied on Sunday. And the paradigm shift says we need way more than Sunday because there's there's six other days in the week. Mm -hmm. And ministry is required basically 24-7. And so it was my desire to start out helping churches 
and I was going to do it by teaching them exactly what I learned and and failed and 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 stumbled but I eventually learned here at New Psalmist you know being so blessed to work at an organization like New Psalmist Baptist Church under a, a Bishop Walter Scott Thomas and being able to travel the world and do some great things I just wanted to teach what I learned and it was natural it was a natural progression. So I got a couple invitations to speak and I was like, oh, this is going somewhere. And I decided to make it official. And lo and behold, um, and, and my, my dream as a child was to be a businessman. And lo, lo and behold, God has made me a businessman in his kingdom. And so it was, it was nobody but God who made this happen for me, even when I thought it was me. So for me, it was just a natural um, progression into what I already do. It was it was just natural. I was already purposeful about it. I was already passionate about it. And so it, it was just a powerful move for me. Nice. What about you, Brian? Yeah, absolutely. Um, man, I love listening to Odell speak, man. Like, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I mean, Joey, we, you and I go way back like car seats. So, I mean, um, everybody knows if you had been sitting next to me in a, a small classroom at Morgan State University in 2006, uh, you'd have watched as I stood up, nervously walked to the front of the room to deliver my very first speech in an organization called Toastmasters. And so that was the beginning of my public speaking journey. And so, you know, <clears throat> still to this day, a car carrying introvert. I got my wallet right here. So, you know, I was probably least likely to be the person standing in front of any audience, virtual or in person. Uh, had the sweaty palms, the shaky voice, uh, butterflies flying around in the stomach. But that first, from that first presentation, uh, once I realized I wasn't going to die, and once I realized that Toastmasters, you know, you can actually begin the process of, you know, learning this skill of speaking. Um, everything changed. And so from that point, uh, I actually, uh, my first business that preceded Black Speakers Network was actually an organization called Skills. Um, you might remember this, Joey. It was uh, sharing knowledge and information for lifelong success. Bro, we had no idea what we were doing. <laughs> we were just like <laughs> running around Baltimore, hosting events, <laughs> seminars, and workshops. Uh, but what I found in, in that, in, in doing that, because I think a lot of times, you know, we start in one trajectory in life and we think, okay, this is the direction that we're going to go. My trajectory, the reason I was at Morgan State University to begin with was to be part of the engineering program. My goal was to be an aerospace engineer. And then at some point I hit a, a, a small little class called Calculus 2. Uh, and I was like, okay, let me just go see what the school of business is talking about. And like, I went, went for lunch and like never came back. So, but I was lost, man, until I got into Toastmasters and started realizing that there's, you know, a skill in public speaking. And then there's an entire business of professional speaking on the other side of that. And so, um, I started going out and trying to seek out organizations to, help support speakers. And I really started to develop, as much as I love speaking, what I started realizing is that I enjoy the process of helping other people identify their message and connect with the audience that they're called to serve. And so for me, it was really, that became, you know, my ministry. Um, Odell, it was like, okay, you know, let's, there are people right now in pain. There are people that are hurting, that are trying to figure out how to um, navigate their life, navigate their business. And there are certain people that only Ivy will reach, there are certain people that only Joey will reach, that only Odell will reach. And it doesn't matter how great Les Brown, Lisa Nichols, Oprah, anybody else is, they are only going to connect with your story. And so I began this campaign to, to try to elevate that. And being at an HBCU like Morgan State University and just seeing the power um, that our voices bring, not to mention the additional swagger that we bring to pretty much everything, I thought it was important to make sure that, you know, black speakers were elevated. And as I looked around the marketplace, I really just couldn't find an organization that was dedicated to the growth and development of professional speakers um, of, of color in general, and particularly black speakers. And so we created one. And so that's where the, the brand story came from in 2006. You know, we started with a website and a dream and a, and a Facebook group and, uh, you know, continued to grow. And so, you know, our mission now continues to be the same, but the way that we execute the mission um, continues to evolve um, almost on a weekly basis because, you know, uh, being in a, that we have 10,000 plus 
you know, members around the world. We're really wanting to make sure that we position all of our members with the tools, resource, and information to grow. So um, yeah, that that was the beginning, man. 2016, we had literally no business model. Uh, <laughs> 2017, we had uh, a little bit of a business model. We started picking up speed. Uh, my first product was a five dollar. A digital download called uh, 51 Online Resources Defining Book Speaking Engagements. I uh, came home on a Friday night, created it, um, launched it at 2 a.m., woke up 8 o'clock, like around this time, 8.05 in the morning, had my first sale, and I realized that, okay, um, not only is there something here, but, you know, there's an appetite for this particular market, and so let's make sure that we get the resources out. So, Lots more there, but generally speaking, that's where we started and, um, you know, really, really focused on that. Um, I left my full-time job last year, uh, April 12th of 2019, um, to, to run the business full-time and I uh, couldn't be happier, man. Well, what I hear in your stories, Odell and Brian, um, and hopefully this is what uh, everyone listening and viewing today also sees is that uh, your your kingdom uh, you're, you're building your kingdom and you, when you think uh, kingdom, you think legacy as well. And so I feel like what I, what I heard when you were both speaking is the reason you started is also the reason why you'll finish. And I'll, I'll say that in another way. The reason why you started the journey is the reason why you continue and keep on. And so when we think about the conversation of legacy, because I know we got about nine minutes here. Want to want to end on time, honor everyone's time, um, but you can go watch the replay and connect with everyone here on the chat uh, through social media. But but what keeps you going? Um, we can talk legacy from a business standpoint, from a family standpoint, from a vision standpoint. But what does the word legacy mean for for your kingdom? Yeah, yeah. So for me, it's um. You know, one of, one of the people I really uh, admire, uh, so much so that I had him, he, I was honored that he wrote the foreword to our book, um, was is, is Dr. George Frazier. And uh, one of the things Dr. Frazier always says is that, uh, you know, ideas are good, but uh, systems are better. Um, ideas are great, but systems are better. And so often we talk a lot <laughs> about different ideas, concepts, um, you know, you know, even now, you know, buy black, you know, the movement, I think is phenomenal. But the reality is, is that nothing happens until a system is put in place to facilitate it. Like no one can buy black if there aren't any black directories, if there aren't any systems, if there aren't any um, mechanisms to facilitate the economic exchange of the people that we want to do business with. And so we have to create those things. Um, and sometimes from scratch, sometimes, you know, I'm a big advocate of my, my three things that I, I speak on all the time is partnership, uh, community and systems. And so ultimately those three working together in tandem is what I believe is um, necessary for the legacy, because honestly, it's um, if, if we're not creating that as we go along, whatever we we create is going to crumble the minute we step away. And so that's what I'm really focused on. And now, you know, I'm really proud in addition to, you know, having um, serving speakers, what we started realizing is that we're creating our own black economy as well, because on the other side, we have a consortium of partners that serve speakers. We have photographers, videographers, website designers, coaches, you know, people that are providing PR services. And so, you know, just within this microcosm of BSN, we have a system that's taking place where people can get what they need from other black entrepreneurs. And so, you know, that's the thing that I'm, I'm really excited about from a legacy perspective. Excellent. Uh, good stuff. Uh, for me, legacy is about life. Um, we all know that we are born on a certain date and we, 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 we humanly or physically die on a certain date. But the, re, the the memory that I have of my own dad who who's passed away, as far as I'm concerned, he lives in me because he he passed along to me um, everything that he learned, he passed on to me. Therefore, he lives long after the date of his death. And so for me, legacy is about a continuum 
of life. And, and if you take it personally, I obviously I have three children, I have a beautiful wife and three children, and I want to live in them. I want the best of me. Um, and every mistake that I've ever made that has created me, I want that best part of me to live in them as they go forward. I call my 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 oldest son is the third. He's he's nineteen. He's Odell Dickerson the third. I've always called him the new and improved Odell. <laughs> I want him to be better than me, and I'm gonna give him everything that I have. And and you we know that quote. You know, if you stand on the shoulders of giants, you will see further. I am standing on my dad and on my mom's shoulder, shoulders, and they've never graduated high school. They've never made over $16,000 and $30,000 a year. And here I am, a college graduate, an MBA, um, working at a, a, a one of the best known and, and most successful churches in the world. And so I just wanna pass, so it's about life. I wanna live forever. Now, I don't wanna be 100, um, can't walk, can't think, don't remember anybody's name, don't have any teeth. No, I want my my experiences, the best of me to go forward in my family. And even what I've done in my kingdom building, because um, we're all a part of the kingdom and, and my purpose is kingdom building. Mm -hmm. And I want, I want it to be said that, not just for personal fame, but I want it to be said that Odell contributed to the uplifting of the kingdom here on earth. Um, and, and, and his passion, it spoke for itself. And so legacy is about living and passing on greatness so that others can become better. And so it's for me, it's basically legacy is about life, not about death. I mean, we, we have death speaking over us. We see people dying. We see people killing us. Um, as young black men, as older black men, um, but it's about it's about life, and we want our young brothers to survive so that we can live forever. Basically, God has given us eternal life, and because we get to create and and rebirth, we we basically live forever. So that's that's my take on legacy. I I, I feel that I feel that. Thank you both for your, uh, your feedback and input on legacy. I, I get si systems that will set you up for life. And, and we all have a kingdom purpose uh, to build God's kingdom. And I, wouldn't, I would be remiss if I did not um, say, that, say that publicly here on this thread. Uh, I want us to go ahead and, and close out and I will, I will let Ivy, uh, not let, I will have the pleasure of Ivy closing out with our, our parting thoughts. Um, I thank everyone for joining. Uh, I thank you, Odell, Brian, Ivy, for today's conversation. Uh, we had a few media partners that helped get the word out, uh, Man360 Network, as well as Black Christian Influencers. And to everyone else who has shared and tweeted and used hashtags, uh, know that you are also a part of this movement as well. And so I thank you. And let's continue to have the conversation on Monday, on Mentoring Mondays with, with Ivy as well on ivymcgregor.com. So I, I'm done. Ivy, do you want to take us home? You're on mute. All right, there you go. I just want to salute you, Joey, on putting together a part excellent session on business and branding and and how we continue to move uh, kings and queens forward. I wanna salute uh, Brother Odell, uh, Brother Brian, for all that you all are doing. You all are establishing kingship and you are noblemen and I'm honored to be to share space with you this morning. I wanna just end with uh, the note that Odell was talking on. Um, I have something that, like Brian mentioned, that he has three tenets that he often speaks on. Something that I often talk about is season, cycles, and systems. Season, cycles, and systems. And, and for those of us that are on, remember that with seasons, it's winds that are blowing, right? Seasons are going to change. Right now, we are in a season. There is another season that's coming after that season and there's another season. So we remember that seasons uh, will continue, okay? 
There's never a down season that just stays down, right? There's never an up season. The reason why we can never get arrogant and think, you know, we're all that and we've arrived is because then there's a down season that will come. Seasons, um, and then you have to remember cycles, right? Cycles are a part of the mechanism. So a car has to do, has to go through several cycles. You gotta start the car, pad the brake, you gotta do, it's part of the, the cyclical process. And, and then there are, as Brother Odell was talking about, systems. So I would just want to encourage every nobleman, every king, every queen that's a part of this today to understand seasons, cycles, and systems as you are moving into your kingship, as you are moving into positioning yourself, your family, your generation, your children, and your children's children to understand that we're kingship, that we started at royalty. Slavery was an interruption, but we are reclaiming our land so that we can be noble men and women to pass on generational wealth, not debt, generational strength, not weakness. And so we are equipped by these type of conversations that have happened today. And again, I'm just honored to share space with you all and let's keep it going. Let's not let this, this contagious, uh, energy. Just be with us this morning. Pass it on. As Joey said, text five kings and say, hey, king, wake up. If you missed us at eight, there's another convening at 10. But let's keep it going. I love you all. Keep doing what you're doing. Baltimore is better because there are kings like each of you. Thank you. Thank you. You're so welcome. Absolutely. Thank you. You're so welcome. Keep, good, keep going, Brian. Keep going, Odell. Thank you. Thank you. So like Ivy said, join us for the other uh, convenings that are happening today. Check out her, her uh, Instagram for I am Ivy. It's the number four. I am Ivy for the rest of them. Hop on, get filled all day, get filled all weekend. There are others to come. So this is just one conversation with many and we'll see you in those too. Take care. Bye-bye.